Hello and welcome to episode 360 of Retail Whoa. Nightmares. This is officially Retail Nightmares 360 edition. <laughs> I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me from her her quarantine cave is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Technically, I'm allowed to leave quarantine, which seems crazy. Yeah, you're not feeling good. It's like if your symptoms got better and you don't have a fever, you can raw dog it out there. Yeah, after five days after testing positive. Yeah, and it's been like a week. Yeah, this is day eight, nine. This is nine, like from the time symptoms started, right? When we were recording the podcast last week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I always feel like shit, so... Listening back, I can hear it now. <laughs> yes, I feel like shit all the time, so it, I had to have a cough for me to know that it was... Yeah. And then I had a fever. I had like, several fevers. It gave me fever. Wow. In the evening, fever all through the night. Aww. Fever. Yeah, uh, this just in, don't get COVID. Ask me how I got COVID. How did you get COVID? Okay, I'm going to start <laughs> us off... <laughs> Let's do a round. Let's do a round of retail nightmares, and I will Look, use okay. my retail nightmare as how I think I got COVID. Oh, let's no. introduce our guest first. Sounds great, and yeah. then we can get into it. I'm very excited for our guest this week for a special episode 360, mm-hmm. like a very special edition of retail nightmares. She's a doctor. She's mm-hmm. an author, mm-hmm. and she's a yep. podcaster herself. It's everybody's favorite, Hannah McGregor. It's me. Hi, Hannah. Are we going to do skateboard tricks to celebrate <laughs> yeah. episode 360? Yes. I mean, so cool. I I am. I'm yeah. ollieing underneath the frame. You just can't see it. Um, but I'm sorry. It's so loud. <laughs> I'm doing a, don- a donkey trim. A yeah. donkey trim? Yeah. Is that a thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> You said it was such like authority. I was like, damn, I don't, I didn't know. I had this visual of, of like a a donkey shaped like Eeyore and then skating underneath them and then just taking a tiny snippet from their little tail. Oh, wow. (gasps) So literal. Maybe skateboard tricks should have more to do with sneaking and less to do with jumping. Maybe skateboards should be silent. Yeah. Like children. Yeah. Jessica. Lubed up. Sorry. Am I your child? Oh. <laughs> no, but, I meant because your skateboard tricks yeah, are my so skateboard loud. Is, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it's I chose. Good, it's, it's a good thing you have a concrete floor in there. Yes. Well, I mean, it's great for uh, when I land all my tricks on my mm-hmm. bones. It's great. <laughs> great for bruising. Um, I yeah, I agree. I think dogs would agree that skateboards should be more silent. But then also, like, if you'd sneak up, if they'd sneak up on you, I would definitely get a lot more spooks. They would be like Teslas. Yeah. I'm constantly listening to things on headphones, frequently on noise-canceling headphones. Often mm. oh. it's, it's dangerous. It's bad. Yeah. I Not shouldn't be doing it. when you're riding a bike. It's caused a small flood. <laughs> it caused a small flood in my kitchen because I turned on the water and put on my noise-canceling headphones. I don't wear them on my bike, but I do wear headphones on my bike, which all of which is to say I'm constantly surprised. Yeah. I can't hear when people are sneaking up on me or normally approaching me in a regular fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm not your mother. We've established that we're no one's mothers here. So I'm not going to talk about your headphones on your bicycle. (laughs) I think I've said enough. (laughs) My first thought was like, you're so cool. I know that you're disappointed. And that is, you know what? It's really working on me. 
That's enough. Yeah, that's so all dangerous. Anyways, yeah. zipping. I'm zipping it. No, it's okay. I mean, I know that Jay will get mad if I don't mention right off the top because we just briefly touched on that little mini kitchen flood that you had. Uh, whenever I talk about your cat, Al Purdy, who we can see right behind you, mm -hmm. um, he's just finished giving himself a bath. Whenever I mention him, Jay's always like, did you tell him that he's a hero yet? <laughs> like, because he is the one who let you know that the flooding was happening. Yeah, he came, he came into, I turned on the tap in the kitchen and then put on my noise canceling headphones and went into the bedroom to start getting dressed and totally forgot and just like genuinely flooded my kitchen. Like my cutlery drawer was two inches deep in water. It was a disaster. And the only reason I knew it was happening is because Al came into the bedroom and started headbutting me in the leg. And I was like, what's your deal, bro? And it so turned smart. out his deal was that he was trying to eat his breakfast and the water oh. was water falling off the counter onto his head. Wow. Yeah. It's like, this is not an acceptable yeah, sauce. Sauce, not an basically. acceptable sauce. He's not yeah. Jane Stanton. He's like, I know I like my food wet, but not this wet, please. Yeah. Sorry, it's wet, Al. But yeah, hero cat, like forever in Jay's mind. He's like, that cat is a hero. <laughs> he's like one of those dogs that drags a baby from a burning building. Essentially the Basically. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say he's more like the littlest hobo. Oh, yeah. He is. He has a lot of things in common with the littlest hobo. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow I'll try to settle down. Fuck, I love that song so much. It's like so hard. Yeah. What, Why don't you just... guys do a cover of that song? The Littlest Hobo song? Yeah. <laughs> boo, woo, woo. Um, it's, a, it's a short, though. Well, I guess you need to write a new verse. That's true. Just, like, come up with Same a few more. Verse. Yeah. Tiny puppy with pointy <laughs> little ears. You were born in heaven. Yeah. Um, there were seven of you for real. But they said there was just one little dog. Do -do 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 -do. The littlest hobo. Um, I was like doing something. You know that was a show with a surprisingly high dog death count? Is that oh, too grim? They yeah. just pushed that dog out of helicopters. Really? Oh, yeah. That was before the days of... Kind of like, we got to move on. That's really upsetting. <laughs> it's not... You know what? It's probably not true. Yeah. What I can say, one more thing about that song, is that a friend of mine who is a filmmaker made a short film about a Roomba that gains sentience and goes on an adventure. Whoa. And she got the rights to use that song in the film. Wow. Was that like big money or little money? I think it was no money. I think they just let her do it because of art. It's public domain. I think the guy, I th no, I think the guy who wrote that song is chill. Oh, cool. Yeah. So what I'm saying is you should just reach out to him. Yeah. Just be buds. Why you not? You should just be buds. Yeah. And then write, write him some sick new verses. <sighs> Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. You know, but until then, we should just keep moving on to a yeah. retail nightmare. Was that just, a good segue? Just grab your hat, come travel light. That's hobo style. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can do we can do retail nightmares. We could do COVID nightmares, like whatever you want. Alicia was. I'm not looking up facts about Littlest Hobo. You're not? <laughs> Don't ever do it. I was lying. I love to lie. It's Gemini season. And everybody yeah, knows that Gemini. You don't have to lie. I do love to lie, Alicia. No. Oh my God, I do. Really? But you have mm. the authority of a doctor and an oh, author. Wow. And so it's we just terrifying. like, we take everything you say as truth. Yeah. But you should never believe me. You're so well-spoken. Um, Alicia, how did you get COVID? Well, like, can't be sure. One can never be sure. It is airborne. Yes. Um, but did I talk about the rec room? Just to me personally, but not okay. on the podcast. Yeah. 
So last week I went to the rec room, which is a like an adult. No, like not like adult, like sexy, but like a four plus 18, which also sounds sexy. <laughs> I, I, I can't get myself out of this corner. It was really sexy. We were jacking each other off. Yeah. Um, it's Ooh. like an arcade. It's like an arcade and like fair type. Oh, a nude arcade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like whack-a-mole, but you use adult your only. <laughs> uh, there is like whack-a-mole yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, video games. Jurassic Park video game is the only video game I liked. Wait, is that the one that you sit inside? Yes. Uh, I played that whole thing start to finish okay. with uh, uh, former guest Jarrett Sampson. I, so I am sure that the moral of the story is not going to be we should go, but I <laughs> really would like to go play that Jurassic Park game. I know. It's sounding good right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a uh, work event and I've been really struggling to like in quotations, get back to normal. Uh, I haven't been doing a lot of stuff socially. I've been doing next to nothing indoors with the exception of maybe once or twice a month I eat out, you know, in a small place with a friend or eat somebody out. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. With so a friend. Fine. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. It's airborne and, and you get no air when you're doing that. So it's fine. Yeah, so. you yeah. don't come up for air. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's safe. Um, I become like a dolphin. Uh, <laughs> I can only come up every 25 minutes. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't want to go. And it's not because I don't like the people that I work with. I really like the people I work with. But in terms of my like risk diet uh that wasn't like where I wanted to spend it necessarily Mm -hmm. Uh, but I decided to go I put on my new red boiler suit retail dream got it on sale from red sky clothing and I took the train out to the amazing Brentwood um a a mall in Burnaby oh okay (laughs) yeah it's like a new mall in Burnaby and there's uh used to just be called Brentwood and then they yeah. tore it down and rebuilt most of it and called it the amazing Brentwood. It's like, wow, good yeah. marketing. <laughs> it really does sound like it does close up magic. Like it's yeah. going <laughs> to ask me to pick a card. I don't... Fedora. Yeah, so I met like my coworkers there from our team, like not our whole company uh, for our quarterly or like bi-yearly team building <laughs> event. And uh, like, it's great because like when our company, like no expenses really spared, we all got a card to play as many video games as we wanted. We could have it refilled as much as we wanted. Although I did not do that because I was like wasting money on me. I don't play video games and I lost all of my money right away, but I did get two super balls out of it uh, because people won them for me. Nice. And uh, I got in and I, and no one else was wearing masks and it's pretty common like now that people aren't wearing masks. So I decided to take my mask off. And I uh, was in there for three or four hours. And I thought that, like, it was just our party. But there was a couple of other small parties. And we ate a meal. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty sure where I got COVID. So it's like, is it in the actual mall? Or is it just, like, part it's in, of the It's in compound? a separate store, I guess you could say, or okay. unit. And yeah. it's um, pretty big inside. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, two separate places to eat and a bar. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, two and a half days later, I started to feel a bit wonky. And a couple of days after that, I tested positive. Dang. Mm. Yeah, I just wish I had, like, I'll never know, but I wish I had, like, maybe kept my mask on. You can't really know. And it's yeah. so hard to, I was at a work event last week that was like a symposium for, for. Farts. Yeah, Symposium for Farts. It was like a sort of interdisciplinary study of farts and like everybody had their mask on because 
How are you supposed to smell a fart if you have a mask? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. So, so people all had their masks off and were like chilling, and it wasn't that many people, and it was all colleagues. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll take my mask off, and I did spend some of that evening with my mask off, and then that weekend. I just totally convinced myself that I had COVID. It didn't. Mm-hmm. But I got so freaked out. I just plan- I canceled all of my, like, I was supposed to see Sonera and Don. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't. I can't yeah. see anybody. I have to stay inside for five days. Because it's just, I think, you know, when you haven't been taking those risks, they feel so big. They um, are, yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your first thing led to <laughs> COVID. Because that's a, that does make it feel like it's a one-to-one like, now every time you take your mask off, you're going to get COVID. Yeah, you got pregnant the first time you did it. Yeah. I mean, I told you not to tell anybody that, but... I, I mean, <laughs> I think it's cool. It was. I, well, yeah, I uh, think it's real cool. I'm not not convinced that I also had it at Christmas, though. And mm. it was the exact same scenario <laughs> when I went to a team thing. So, um, but I'll never know what mm-hmm. went on at Christmas because there was no testing and there's no rapid tests available and um, it wasn't this bad, but yeah. And now like, it just feels like we had already been discussing. It already feels like everybody has it and it's not stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that was my retail experience. Yeah. So bizarre. To see people taking it easy too, like I'm just not I'm never never going to be the person that takes it easy. I don't know why <laughs> mm-hmm. that I said that, but I'm never going to be the one who's like the most letting loose of a yeah. group. I'll be like the one who's like I feel like even in my days of like drinking and partying, I would be still like concerned. <laughs> about others and being like is this the most sensible choice we're all making oh yeah i thought of a new word for us cool (laughs) (laughs) real coolos you ready yes concerned it's like (laughs) when you're concerned but you're like judgy too Mm. like i'm not saying you are like that i don't identify as this no no it's just the word i thought of yeah i'd say that i'm more concerned (laughs) I sir isn't CERN the name of that huge yeah. science facility that's trying to make black holes. Black holes. So it's I feel like concerned could also mean something else too yeah. at the same time. They've made a singularity in my crotch. What are they gonna do with the black holes? What are you gonna do with a black hole in your cunt? Well, I that's none of your business. <sighs> Hide things in there. It's super dense. <laughs> well, like, like is it gonna be like a black hole for money laundering? <laughs> Are they trying to make one? I think they're trying to re uh recreate oh, conditions the place. Now of I the big bang. Like they're gotcha. tr- it's like a particle accelerator. Yeah. And like they they can make like micro black holes, but they're like so tiny and unstable that they don't last for very long. I have to say, I mean, most of what I know about science and ethics comes from Jurassic Park. So yeah. okay. take this with a grain of salt. The video game. Mine's the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The video game from the video game Jurassic Park. From the arcade. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like you shouldn't try to recreate the Big Bang. Theory. I feel it. Science yeah. shouldn't be science. You know, facts don't care about my feelings. I saw that on a t-shirt one time, but I still feel like it's a bad idea. Well, there's that that lovely thing that people should always ask themselves, like, just because we can 
should we? But yeah. I think I obviously don't have all the information. I think it's all super, you know, peer reviewed, safe, all that. But I love how like in the media it kept being like, oh, they, you know, they were set to start now and it keeps getting delayed. And then everyone was like, it's because time travelers are coming back in time to prevent it from happening. Do you not remember that? It was like, no, I love it. Yeah, I think there was a lot of delays when they like were finally trying to, you know, get it all up and running and something really weird was happening. Like some animal got into the facility and they were like, it's a time traveler. That animal is a time traveler. In the future, rats have learned to time travel. I mean, what if there's only just one rat and it's just constantly just going through loopholes? Yeah, it's just quantum leaping. I haven't watched it in a while. Is that what The Secret of Nim is about? Yes. And the big scary owl is the um, Dean Stockwell (laughs) character. I don't know. I have never watched Quantum Leap. (laughs) The big scary owl is the owl that killed the lady in the staircase. Spoiler alert. Oh, my God. It's it's one of the many, many theories that have been floating around. I I haven't. I don't don't want to watch the dramatization. I want to watch the original very long documentary series. Oh, yeah. I restarted it today. Everyone says it's amazing, and I okay. still haven't seen it. I don't know things, so could you tell me what the staircase is? It's it's like a true crime story about a person who died, and there's, you know, the investigation of, like, was it their spouse, or was it an accident, or, you know. Okay. And it's quite famous because it. I think it just kind of captivated the media. The story is of a man who was a writer and had married a very, very successful Nortel executive. And the way that she died is very unlikely an accident, but also a French film crew, documentary crew, chose this case as an example of how the American judicial system is so flawed. So there's like a lot going on in the documentary, but HBO, and it's good. um, And rewatching it, I'm seeing things I didn't see. Uh, so it's de- if you like true crime, it is one of those like cornerstones of true crime discussions. But one of the floating theories was it was potentially an owl. <laughs> so, um, but HBO has done an amazing job, according to probably me, and not so much the French filmmakers, documentarians. Of, yeah. yeah, documentarians. Um, but yeah, the HBO one is great. It's Tony Collette and Colin Firth. Amazing. Yeah, so I highly don't recommend. Like, I don't like true crime because I don't like the truth. That's right. You just told me you love lying, which is I love even sweatier. I love lies. And so I'm really into that owl theory because a theory is like a lie. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you yeah. hate it when theories are proven. Like you hate. I hate when theories are proven true. They immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like them. I don't like no. them. Sonera, Sonera figured out during the process of our being former guest of the pod, Sonera Geisler and I uh, were pod sort of pandemic pod mates. Mm-hmm. along with her partner, of course. And uh, and so she learned a lot of new things about me, including my deep love of lies. Um, and part of the subcategory of lies includes surprises. I love oh. to be surprised because it involves some level of mis- misdirection. Right, right. Mm. So you like surprise parties and all oh, that kind yeah. of stuff. Oh my God, yes. Good I don't think know. we're... I knew any of this about you, and I'm surprised. Yeah, it's good to know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know a lot more about you <laughs> now than the last time you were on the podcast because I've I've essentially gone through all your belongings and your entire life and like heard so many stories. Yeah, you've that. touched basically everything I've ever owned. Yeah, 
Which is like a dream come true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that what you want? It's just to touch everything everybody's ever owned? I feel like so often I or my friends would make the joke when we'd be over at each other's houses. Like when w- someone goes like, oh, can I use your washroom? It's like, yeah, I'm going to touch everything you own. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, while you're in there, I'm just going to be like, all your stuff. <laughs> Just like weird stuff too, being like, I touched the lotion inside of the lotion tube. I didn't use it. I just touched it. I opened the top. I stuck my finger in. I took it back out. I sort of scraped it. Yeah, didn't along the edge of the lid. Yeah, but I've I've been in there. Yeah, that's me. I've claimed it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I didn't take any lotion, but the lotion took some of me. If you know what I mean. Oh wow. Yeah, you're the lotion now. Uh, Sorry. Okay, I have a que- I have a question for Jessica about Hannah's possessions. Yes. Was there one thing that kind of melted your heart? Oh, so many things. So many things. Was there something that if you had seen it at a garage sale, you would buy for yourself? Well, a lot of Hannah's stuff is still currently in my possession. So <laughs> anything that Jessica even remotely looked like she might like, I was like, do you want it? Take it. <laughs> Take it now. Take it away. I hate it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm happy to. There's so many things that didn't, you know, quite work for you, but they fit right in with what I needed. And this is always what happens when you help a friend go through stuff. But there is one thing that I think really explained who Hannah is as a person, because I got to sort of know like the different yous throughout your past who you've been like, didn't know you were a horse girl. Yeah. I don't think I knew that either. Yeah. I knew you were a talented visual artist because I have the drawing of the sexy cat with the (laughs) um, with the bowl of uh, soup or ramen from Alicia's Come Draw With Me show on my fridge. I'm looking at it right now, but I didn't know that you had just always been great at at art. So there's a lot of like sexy fairy drawings and just sort of like witchy stuff all all together. Like, but okay, so the thing that you pulled out of like an old an old shelf that was just full of old memories that I think (laughs) melted my heart the most was like a dish that just had a bunch of like melted wax in it from old candles and like old, maybe like some sage or rosemary or something like stuck in there. And maybe some crystals were in there too. And you were like, I don't know. And you just like sort of handed it to me and you were like, I don't know what. And I was like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And so... (laughs) So I took that away. I I did a spell and I don't know what to do about it now. Yeah, you're like, this was a spell. And I was like, I got you. It's okay. (laughs) We just like added it to to the pile. Um, But so, you know, when I was going through all of that stuff, I, you know, took all the wax off and got the crystals out and cleaned those off. So you saw the plate underneath. And so the bowl, yeah, the plate that was underneath, because it said, I already saw that had your name on the back of it. So it was like something from like a... Paint your own pottery situation. Yeah, yeah. It was was a fart symposium, yeah. It was a fart symposium. Yeah, you were the keynote speaker. Um, (laughs) But there was a place here called Crank Pots, and it was like, you go. Oh, my gosh. You, like, paint your own thing, and you think it looks so good, and then. In Ottawa, it was called the Mud Oven, and that's where I painted that plate. I love that name so much more, um, but it's amazing. And I, st- I have not been able to get rid of it because it's just like, I love it. Um, and it's on the underneath all the wax that was like covering the whole surface of the, the plate slash bowl. It's just, just like, there's a mermaid um, and it has your name and the date that you made it. Let me, I could just grab it right now. I'm looking yeah. right at it. 
So, okay, here's the outside of it that I could see before when it had stuff on it. So it says September 3rd, 2006, and it has your name and a heart on the bottom. Excellent handwriting. That's another thing I learned. Hannah's had like exquisite handwriting seemingly your whole life. But then there's a mermaid on the front and it says fish are people too. That's lovely. It's really lovely. And it's got a little hole in the bowl. So I, I also don't know like what style of bowl this is. I believe it is for sushi. Okay, and that's for your chopsticks? Oh, yeah. Right. And you're a vegan, I right? I am, yeah. Were yeah. you so a vegan in 2006? Bit on, bit on the nose. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? Only for vegetarian sushi. But I had like just become a vegan. Okay, so you were like really into it. <laughs> I was really into it. I that was, was really your brand. Into- Beautiful colors. Yeah. Love the seaweed and the waves. Yeah, oh, it's thanks. like, it's beautiful. And I was sort of like, well, and it's got a crack in it too. And I'm like, I'm not going to eat off of it. But I, so where it was in my apartment was in the stack of, um, it's on top of a bunch of my grandmother's old uh, china that I did eat off of it until it started cracking or crazing. And so I'm just like, I'll figure out something to do with it. At some point, do an art with it. I know you can also use bowls with holes in them for like... um to hold yarn if you're doing like knitting so it's like it keeps it in place and you know Uh, it's not rolling around all over the floor getting dusty what can't you do with a bowl with a hole yeah depends where i don't know keep a liquid in it maybe um how (laughs) how you feeling alicia i'm feeling like just amazing life is great Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, so this was probably this object with all the stuff that was in it was definitely like the most insightful, I think, to be like, this is who young Hannah was. And it's not you yeah. weren't even that young. It was 2006. Like you were an yeah. adult. I was in my undergrad. Yeah. Cool. I've but always been it. very cool. At one point, I pulled I out a, a Regency era paper doll book. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> I still have that, too. I had not cut any of the paper dolls out of it, but what I had done was annotate all of the outfits explaining what the different articles of clothing were called and what they likely would have been made out of. And when they were like, what era? That was the thing that when you pulled out, I said, I said, okay, this is the first thing that you could be embarrassed by that I've seen. (laughs) It was so dorky, but I loved it. I still have it. How old was that? Oh, that would have been high school. Teenage, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Teenage Hannah. Yeah. Teenage Hannah was really into... Teenage Hannah was going to be... Uh, was going to write Regency romance novels. Still could. Teenage Hannah did write a Regency romance novel. Do you have that as well, Jessica? I, I feel like I might have given you my you, romance novel. You, you did. I tried reading it, and then I was like, what am I doing? I need to just... You have another copy, though, right, Hannah? Somewhere? No. No, I'm good. I'm 17-year-old virgins shouldn't write romance novels. <laughs> it was also very like, uh, there was like two sets of siblings, like brother mm-hmm. and sister. And I was just like, I read like a chapter about the the first brother and sister, like, and they were both waking up from like nightmares in the beginning. And I was like, I got to stop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's all fun and games until you realize it's very bad. <laughs> wow. And you're like, oh no, my Look one precious you now. life. <laughs> but it wasn't actually bad. Like for a teenager, it was amazing. And yeah, like you've thanks. only improved, uh, you know, exponentially <laughs> since then. I am, so. I am better at writing than I was there's, then. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully yeah. we all are. Well, I don't know for sure because I haven't read this novel. Well, 
pass it on. I did actually, I read one of the um, literary journals that you had cover to cover. I read the whole thing and then I passed it on to Alicia as well because I thought she might get a yeah. kick out of it. So incredible. Yeah. Everything's getting uh, reduced, reuse and recycle. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's the moral of the day. Yeah, that's Retail Nightmares 360 for you. Totally. Speaking of, Hannah, do you have a retail nightmare dream experience? I have a retail nightmare I would like to tell you about that happened last year. Okay. So we said we're sorry we haven't had you on, by the way. (laughs) You don't have to, like, but thank you for remembering. I could, this is really, it's really going to stay with me. So. I made the commitment this past winter that I was going to bike to work through the winter. Yes. Largely because I am still feeling a little freaked out by public transit during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bus route from my apartment to my office goes straight through the downtown east side. And pre-pandemic, that was already a bus route that, like, every time you get on that bus, there's some people in distress mm-hmm. on it. And I just yeah. didn't have it in me to re-enter that bus while I was also navigating the sort of return to campus and everything involved in that. So I was like, fine, I'm going to commit to biking through the winter. And so the big thing I had to do was figure out what I was going to wear. And it is, one, it's just hard finding any kind of exercise gear when you are a fat person. Like, nothing is made for you, nothing fits you, nothing has considered your body. So that's already tricky. And then figuring out, you know, for this very specific activity, which is like winter biking, so it's going to be cold and it's going to be wet. And what do I need? And so I, you know, crowdsourced on Twitter and folks recommended that I try Eddie Bauer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Classic surprise. Which has, you know, a pretty good plus range and a wide variety of sort of outerwear stuff. And so I spent, honestly, hours on their site You know, like, because if you're going to buy something, like, it's kind of pricey, like, good outdoor wear is kind of pricey. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that stuff fit and that it was going to do, like, that. they're all technical fabrics and every technical fabric does a different thing. And I wanted to make sure, you know, it was going to wick. Right. Quick. Quicking the the right places. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You hate when things wick you in the wrong places. That's (laughs) how how you get chafing. Um, So I finally, you know, I found, I don't know what I meant by that either. Um, (laughs) I was just thinking of John Wick that whole time. I was trying not to say, ah, Wick (laughs) good. We're all doing different things. Yeah, I'm just thinking Keanu always. Great. Incredible. He never wicks in the wrong place. Mm. Um. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to wick him away. No. You want Mm -mm. that moisture to stay. John Wick my pissy, right? Yeah, right. Right into that black hole. Um, (laughs) Mm. So, you know, I found like a good sort of zip up jacket and some long sleeve shirts and some leggings. And it was a pretty significantly sized order. But I felt, you know, I really researched it. I put in the order. And then maybe two days later, all of BC flooded and the highways washed out. Right. Oh, right. I remember that. And all deliveries coming into BC were canceled. Like, everybody was just like, we're not delivering into BC. It's a crisis. And I was like, cool. Guess I'm not going to get my Eddie Bauer stuff for a while. But maybe six weeks later, when I still just hadn't gotten any communication from them, I reached out to them and was like, hey, you know, 
<laughs> stuff is coming to BC again. And I did spend $400 on outerwear. So are you going to send it to me? Wow. And the person I was, you know, chatting on their online system with a, you know, lovely human being on the other end who said, you know, I'll look it up. And they looked it up and they said, according to our system, your order is lost. Oh. And I was like, totally get it. That's fine. Please give me my money back. You know, there was a flood. Things happen. Uh, and this lovely human being responded, um, we cannot refund it. You have to make a police report. What? What? Eddie Bauer? <laughs> what? Eddie Bauer is pro-cop? Well, come on. What? It's like, I'm sorry. Okay. So let's clarify. I bought something from you. You lost it. Now I need to call the cops and be like, I know this pandemic, but my yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone's equipped to deal with a complaint of that nature, it just might be. <laughs> Exclusively. That's actually maybe the only complaint they're actually equipped to deal with. They will bring like five guys and seven dogs. Yep. They won't find anything. They will, of course they won't find anything. They don't know where things are, but... <laughs> yeah, so you know, they said they said, "No, you have to you have to fill out a police report and then you give us the police report and we'll refund you." That's... And I said, "No." <laughs> no, that can't be no. true. <laughs> no. He said, "I'm sorry, it's just it's you know, it's it's company policy." And I said, "No. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. What? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break my streak of not calling the cops." Yeah, for, you, for Eddie Bauer. Eddie Bauer. <laughs> I'm not going to. And, you know, this person said, well, there's nothing I can do. It's company policy. And I said, all right, let me speak to your manager. Of course. And that, you know, that's the magic words that unlocks the ability of this poor person who is, you know, being surveilled at all times. To be relieved of their duty. In fact, they, the same person came back and said, I spoke to my manager. They said, it's fine. I can give you a refund. Like they just were were clearly not empowered to make a single common sense decision by themselves, which I always really, I've worked those jobs. I feel for people in those jobs. You're so powerless and you just have to like speak for this absurd company policy. Uh, So they refunded me and they were like, and for your inconvenience, we will send you a gift card. And I was like, I don't want your gift card. I'm not shopping at your business anymore. You guys Mm -hmm. love cops. Yeah. (laughs) truly (laughs) the wildest return policy i have ever heard of yeah where was the store located here in canada or was it shipping from the u.s shipping from canada who's shipping from ontario yeah so it wasn't an international (laughs) crime (laughs) yeah they didn't have to bring the fbi Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so i took my money and i went to athleta in north vancouver yep and i had Mm -hmm. yep had a lovely experience a very friendly woman in a metallic pink fanny pack helped me find leggings with reflective strips on them oh smart and then maybe a month later my eddie bauer order arrived oh and if anyone narks on hannah i'm gonna know i'm gonna track you down i'm wagging my finger sternly at the microphone. I'm not narking. Absolutely That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You deserve that for that ridiculousness. I can't believe the return policy is tell the police. And like, where does that, where's the tipping point? Is it? It's a cut. Co- at any amount? It's a, it's a certain, I think it's like over $300 or something like that. Okay. Yeah. But wow. But they know that it's lost. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not they your, lost it. like, yeah, it's not your responsibility at that 
point. Like, but they're you just know, like, not us. If I had contacted the police and they had asked me a single follow-up question, I would have been unable to answer it. Yeah. <laughs> Where was it when it was lost? I don't know. Why are they, why, like, police already have too much money. How much more are they charging for Eddie Bowers? Like, how much is the Vancouver Police Department's super inflated budget this year? Just Eddie Bauer returns. Okay, this is a true crime series that I could get into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget the staircase. Yeah. Are the police in the pocket of Big Eddie? Big Eddie. I mean, probably. Probably. Yeah, I mean, obviously, police exist primarily to protect corporations. So it's a match made in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and now I have a like kind of neoprene-ish black zip up hoodie with thumb holes. Whoa. That's nice. Yeah. Futuristic. Nice. Yeah, it's good. I don't understand why everything has thumb holes. Maybe it's just I have very short arms. Same. And yeah, so okay. it never works for me. Yeah, they're always too. And I don't have a problem of like sleeves sliding up and my wrists being exposed <laughs> never so the thumb the thumb holes aren't and gloves exist and gloves exist it doesn't feel clean to me yeah. also like yeah because yeah. then you're doing stuff my with hands your are hands. everything it's yeah. like part of your palm too i yeah i have a fancy um waterproof jacket that has thumb holes in it too but it was a uh, gifted to me by a uh, former guest, Kelly Ogmanson, who bought it like on super boxing day sale and then it didn't fit her. So she couldn't, it was like a no return sort of thing. So she very graciously just gave it to me, but it has those thumb holes, but I have to roll the sleeves up about three or four times <laughs> um, for them to fit. So they just have never yeah. been used. Yeah. And I always you forget should, they're there. You should get prosthetic thumbs and just Ooh. stick them through those thumb holes. Yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah. uh, even cowgirls get the blues style, like massive, massive thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> that will just People be hanging off your like forearm. <laughs> my, my forearm, and everyone's <laughs> like, "Are you okay?" You're like, "I'm better than okay." I'm so beyond. Who's, who's got four thumbs and is doing great? <laughs> we should do a podcast about how I read every single Tom Robbins book available and never understood any of them. <sighs> They're all about vaginas. <laughs> That's all yeah. you need to know. Never got any of the innuendo or. Yeah, yeah, I I had a phase and then I sort of I remember really liking this one book and then Jay had never read any of his books. And then I was like, oh, you got to read this one. And then so he finally read it and he was like, yeah, it does not hold up. And then I was like mortified. Which one was it? Still Life with Woodpecker, I think. Yeah, yeah. I had really liked that one as yeah. well. But I don't remember what it's about or that I understood it. Anything. Yeah, he said it was like, I'm racist. not embarrassed. And I was like, actually, oh, no. that makes sense now. Whoops. I've never read any Tom Robbins novels. Mm, I had you're fine. You know, I finished high school when I was 17 and I wasn't planning on going to university. So I went straight and got a job at a chapters. And then very quickly, like there was like just a kind of dude who liked oh, yeah. Charles Bukowski, Tom Robbins you know, like those. Yeah, those totally. Dudes. I know exactly. Like, I haven't thought about that author in almost like 20 See, years. That's really funny. Probably the last time I read one of his books. I've only ever talked to women about his books and his stories. Like, I've never. Incredible. I've never met a man who like has an opinion on him. It's always been like women, gay women, older women. Yeah, I agree with Tom Robbins in that. And but Charles Bukowski is one that like mm. when people. Mm -hmm. Well, when men bring him up, my. uh Hackles <laughs> go up. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, no, th no time for you or that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they're just 
for me, they're grouped in authors that I just like never gave the time of day. Yeah. Because I didn't like. That's I like me and yeah. like people who liked Harry Potter. <gasps> oh. How dare you? <laughs> I was just kidding. I wanted to see your face. I did it to see your face. I did it to see your face and it was worth it and it paid off and I'm real pleased with myself. Uh, I mean, like that was that was a thing as we were going through Hannah's stuff. There were so many things where you were just like, oh, can't keep this. Can't keep this because it would be like Harry Potter related and you'd be mm-hmm. like, I don't want to support this Mm-mm. in this way yeah, anymore. No, which is like no fandom paraphernalia. No, but like the yeah. subtle, the subtle uh, sweater. I did keep the subtle sweater. I own a cardigan that is a recreation of the cardigan that Neville Longbottom is wearing at the Battle of Hogwarts in the final movie. And it's it's great. It's very subtle. It's just a cardigan. It's very cozy. you know, if you know, you know. There's no reason to throw everything out. Yeah. 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 And a lot of that stuff got donated and it'll probably make some kid very happy or adult. I'm not going to say. Absolutely. And I'm going to find that kid and I'm going to cancel them. It's going to be that dad that goes to yeah. all the events that's like against hormone replacement therapies for children. Yeah. Find that kid, sit them down and lecture them on how terrible turfs are. Yeah. And I'll be there with a slideshow <laughs> to support <laughs> with evidence. Yeah. I'll be there yeah. reading Charles Bukowski. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there watching that weird Uma Thurman, Keanu Reeves version of Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. He's in that? Yeah, he plays her boyfriend, husband, something like that. Is he naked in it? No, he's wearing like a very loud suit and he's got really big mutton chops. That movie like should be amazing. The cast is like astounding and it's uh, Gus Van Sant directed it. But there's something that just doesn't translate. (laughs) It's just like too wacky. It's a lot to take on. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen it since I was a kid and I remember it as a fever dream. Yeah. That's a lot of Keanu movies, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Keanu fever. Jessica, do you have a retail thing? Do I have a retail thing? I have a retail nightmare in that I keep forgetting to cancel my spud delivery. And then it's, (laughs) it's like the Tuesday night right before. And I'm like, fuck, I forgot to do it. And then we, I just have like eight cans of tuna and I'm like, I don't need any more cans of tuna. Like stop the cans of tuna. This was me with blocks of Dea cheddar. Oh yeah. That was like in my recurring order. And I just kept forgetting that I was like, I don't need more. (laughs) I just kept coming every week. And I was like, I have so much cheese. What do I do? And I know, I know that stuff like that, like cans of tuna, like that's, you know, I'll you can put that in the pantry. That's good for forever. But it's just like, I don't have the space. I know mm-hmm. that's what a standard pantry is. Probably, you know, people get eight packs of cans of tuna at Costco all the time. But I'm like, this will last me until the end of summer. Like, I don't need this <laughs> taking mm-hmm. up valuable real estate. Uh, yeah. So hopefully by the time this comes out, uh, I will have remembered to cancel yeah. more of that. Can we do Can we do a, a group activity where we'll just like sing a little song and you just go on to Spud right now and cancel it. Oh, yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no. Spud has a tuna. <laughs> tuna. You've got tuna too much cans. tuna. It's oh, too, much too much for that tiny apartment. It's true. I was thinking you and Hannah, you could take some of Hannah's cheese off of her hands and make the tuna melt, but... Whoa. Except I can't, I can't do the... 
yeah. like coconut based dairy free stuff. Oh, and yeah. Does it get you ready for the fart symposium? Is that to, yeah, to remind us everyone, fish are people too, so I don't think I can give any of my too much tuna yeah. away. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. No. It's a real gift of the magi situation. Yeah. It's like we're both thank you so much. Thank you. Thank (laughs) Thank you. you. And then it becomes a rest in peace type situation. All right. Let's do rest in peace. Let's do rest in peace. Speaking of. Yeah. Rest in peace. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing we call life. Um, Mm. Is this a wedding or a funeral? I don't know. It's a good question about any Prince song. Rest in peace? I think it's a funeral. Yeah. But maybe we're getting married to the idea of our own mortality. You know? Maybe we're getting married to death. That's, That's goth. That's goth as hell. Yeah, it's sexy. Um, so do you have a, a food, a vegetable, any sort of uh, organic matter that you have wronged and you wish to beg forgiveness from? Uh, yeah, rest in peace to um, lotus seed sprouting awareness, easy omelet made with mung bean and hemp seed. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's an omelet in a bottle. Like it's an just omelet. Egg. Uh, it's a vegan egg. omelet in a bottle. Um, it's made from um, mung beans. And I got, I subscribed to a very cute local thing called Plant Curious. Which every two months brings you a box of curated vegan stuff by local businesses, mostly that don't have storefronts. So you get to like try little things from different businesses and like maybe find a new thing you like. And maybe six months ago, they included a bottle of this easy omelet and it came frozen and they said, keep it in the freezer until you're going to eat it. And I didn't. I put it in the fridge. Oh, and then I didn't need it. And then I had to throw it out. And then I was at Vegan Supply and I saw they had it. And I was like, I want to try time. this easy omelet. I, it's time <laughs> for me to right my wrong. And so I bought it. And this time I put it in the freezer. And I brought it with me here to my sublet, still frozen. And then I was like, now I'm going to eat it. And I took it out of the freezer and I put it in the fridge and then I didn't eat it. And it oh, went bad again. Oh my God, I relate so much to this. <laughs> The model for this product doesn't really make sense because, like, I know you can have an omelet any for any meal, any time of the day. It's so much omelet. It's such a big bottle. Yeah. But it also doesn't make it, like, sense. Is that where the egg equivalent? That's like a crazy, like, restaurant style. That's Rocky Balboa. That, that's like yeah. 12 egg omelets. Yeah. Yeah. I opened it today to be like, maybe it's still good. And then I did, I like touched my face i smelled it and it smelled weird but it's vegan so like mm. yeah and it's mung beans so mung beans smell like farts so then yeah. i touch i touch my finger to it and i put my finger on my tongue and then i knew and then you went, I went no <laughs> so well, R.I.P. sorry sorry to this omelet i'm never gonna try again yeah all right r.i.p rest yeah. in peace do you make the chickpea uh eggs ever no. with chickpea flour no yeah, Bob's Red, I haven't tried it myself, but I've been meaning to. Bob's Red Mill just sells chickpea flour, and they have a really Amazing. easy to follow. I'm always telling uh, new-to-egg new allergy people about it on the telephone at work. Good to know. Mm, I should try that, because I've, I've bought some of those, like, vegan egg things. Like the microwave ones and stuff? Yeah, or like there's one good. that l- comes in an egg carton, but when you oh, yeah. open it, it is, in fact, just a plastic bag of powder. 
which is really deceiving. And it makes mm. very good scrambled eggs, but it contains no protein. Yeah, that's yeah. Not the whole point of an egg or egg substitute. <laughs> Precisely. And so yeah. it's like they taste like eggs, but then but you've basically just eaten cornstarch and flavoring. Which yeah. is just not right? a good meal. Yeah, it's like to get things to taste good, you can't make it nutritious sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like exactly. a big challenge for that industry. Oh, yeah. And the the weird laws that they pass where they're like, if this is something that's replacing, you know, the meat version of it, if it's a plant based product, it has to have the exact same uh, nutritional mm. profile stats. And it's like, why? I'm not closing my eyes and feeling around and being like, these are sausages. I expect them to have the exact mm. same amount of, you know, I am. That's how I find my sausages. Also, like the whole protein thing is like a bit of a myth, right? Yeah. Like we eat too much protein. We eat too much protein. I yeah. mean, we could talk about this at nauseum, but I think it's time for my rest in peas. Oh, who's ah. your rest in peas, Alicia? Yeah, yeah. So um, I had to uh, say goodbye to a cauliflower today. Oh, <gasps> classic. That's you and hard. cauliflower. <laughs> you know, they last so long in the fridge. But it's so big. It's so much cauliflower. yeah. But when I was doing that, I realized for a couple of weeks, I was getting pre-made meals, Hannah, mm. and uh, they were working out really well. But I thought, oh, I'll take a break because I was getting a little bit bored of the options. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, that was really worth it. And they were pretty expensive. And I found one that got pushed to the back of the fridge oh, and I had no. to throw it away. And I felt like that was the whole reason I was getting them was so I wouldn't waste food. Uh, so I can't be saved. Uh, Jessica, do you have a rest in peace? <laughs> I mean, it's not food. Yeah, when what is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's soil. I keep. Did you murder some count. soil? <laughs> my plants. The problem is my apartment. I think I'm gonna get a dehumidifier because my apartment is just—it's a little dank. Yeah, it gets really Dracula humid in there. Cave. Yeah, it gets quite humid. Plus, with like four to five baths a day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I am a a semi-aquatic creature. I mean, it's great. My skin loves it, but the plants that I have that want to be watered all the time, uh, it's not great for root rot and for fungus gnats. So I'm always like Mm. throwing out all the soil, getting new fancy aeroid mix soil, and then repotting or like putting stuff in water, and then they'll come back. But I'm very excited because I went to one of my favorite stores, Figaro's Garden. Yesterday. Oh my God, that store is so nice. I Beautiful. love it. I love uh. the shop cat they have. He's so lovely. I got to pet him. And they were really excited in there because I was just sort of standing in the corner where all the like pest treatments are. And one of the lovely employees came up and asked if I needed any help. And I just turned to him and sort of shrugged and was like, fungus gnats. And he was like, oh, we just got something new. It's a tiny gun. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the larva. They're beneficial nematodes. So oh, they're cool. like tiny little ringworms. Mm, are they like flatworms? Anyway, they're tiny. They're not they're tiny little toads. Oh, I wish. I wish. That would be, I would love an infestation. But they get rid of like all stages because it's like there's so many things that just treat one stage of the fungus gnat. Yeah. So anyway, I'm very excited for that. You have to keep them in the fridge, but then once you use them, you get them moist and then that should get rid of the fungus gnat. So hopefully I'll not have to keep throwing out soil, fancy 
soil mixes like yeah again and again you know what's gonna happen you're gonna get a nematode infestation then you're gonna get to you need i checked some some nema snakes yeah and then i'm gonna mongooses (laughs) nema nema mongooses mongoose but yeah so it's just like the soil and i'm sure if i like put it somewhere and let it dry out and then i think you no. can sterilize Where it like you if you it? bake it you yeah i don't have the space square feet. Put, it, put it in nature yeah I, I i do put it in nature liberate it yeah and there's also like a big hole a big burrow under our balcony that put it in that big animals, hole i mm, i do I, I subtly scatter it um but it's always just such a bummer. So I apologize to the fancy aeroid mix that I had to uh, say goodbye to. Sorry to the soil. RIP. RIPs. Okay. So horse information has been on hiatus for a while. Every now and yeah. then there's like the rare occurrence where Jay, you know, has enough time on his plate to do some research, but he, you know, he's given us an alternative where we don't discuss brand new breaking horse information but we do still talk about horses and it's called clip clop chit chat So, Hannah, mm-hmm. thank you for selecting the new segment, Clip Clop Chit Chat. Are we going to chip chat about clip clops? We're going to clip clop about chit chats. Chat chit about clop clip? Chachi, chachi, chachi. Yeah. Clip clap. Clip clap, zip zap. So, as previously discussed, you had a horsey phase earlier in your life. I had a horsey phase. I uh, really liked doing things with my body as a kid um Ooh, yeah. and yeah just like cool moves like this one like yeah. this one very this beautiful cool. i really Whoa. liked dance i danced as a kid i was in tap and i really Ooh. liked it so cool and Same. then the tap instructor said that i shouldn't bother continuing because i would never be a dancer because i was a fat kid lovely yeah and so my mom was like i need to find you a thing you can do where being big is not going to be a liability and so she was like we're gonna try riding lessons oh i love it and thus i had a several year period of being a horse girl thanks to my delightful mother who was really committed to like me having things that i could do where like I would have a positive environment. That's lovely. It was really great. And I loved, I was bad at it. I don't I think was. that's true because I, until just you recently, <laughs> had in my possession several awards you won for. You gave away your awards, for, Hannah? Not only did Hannah give away all her awards, uh, she also like had a lot of them. Medals, plaques. <laughs> A governor general's award? She was lying. You see what happened? Yeah, she that lied was a to lie. us. And she's loving it. She's and we loving caught it. you in it. I had an entire bag full of awards. She's like, oh, I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> and then Jessica took the fucking bait. She took the bait. I got the fucking receipts right here. What a fucking brat oh you are, Oh, my Hannah. God. <laughs> I was not, I mean, I competed. I was not very good. I Only felt- one. 
a couple of awards from the governor general. <laughs> I, f- <laughs> I fell off a lot. I mean, that's sure, how but you, you kept learn. getting back up. Yeah. 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 But I did have a period. I was in the Ottawa Valley Hunt and Pony Club. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh. you had to do like tests to get different levels. Mm-hmm. I still remember. Just one of the tests, you had to be able to take a bridle apart entirely and put it back together. Oh. You had to be able to name all the body parts on a horse. You're like, I can do this. I named all of the doll outfits in this doll book. (laughs) (laughs) Become some sort of fucking loser. And I still remember they took the examiner, like, took me out to a field and was like, here's a horse. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about this horse and you have to be able to answer them. And it was Whoa. like, what is the coloring? What age do you think it is? What are you like? There's all this stuff. How many like, hands high is it? How many hands is high? It how this, many the softest nuzzle in the world? How many hands does it have? It's <laughs> like a beautiful <laughs> marble. That was a lie. And then she was like, and is it male or female? Whoa. And I was like, I don't know how to tell that. Oh. <laughs> And she was like, oh, you just take a peek and see if it's got a penis. Oh, that's good. I yeah. love how you were like, that's Very rude. straightforward. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that can't be it. That's their private, that's their skirt area. That's very area. private. That's their private secret area. Yeah, it's, it's rude to look. a bathing suit area. Their jorts area. <laughs> I love that. I love that you were like, uh, they didn't cover that in Pony Club. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. But you know what? It's like what? the first Tell thing I out. would look at at a horse. So we're like well, so different. Sometimes. <laughs> you can't de- help it. Depending on how the boy horse is feeling, sometimes it's all there is to see because it's. I mean, if it's yeah. a stallion, you can't mistake it. Yeah. But geldings, they sort of like, you know, attract into their bodies mm-hmm. a like little bit. Neat. I also learned <laughs> tidy, that. Tidy little dick gelded horses get these like crystal deposits in their sheaths is what it's called um and to get them out you just you just get in there you just put on a glove you just get in there wow give it a give it a clean it's a a kindness it is a kindness it was a really good experience for learning to not be squeamish about the realities of dealing with like they're just big animals and they are smelly and they shit everywhere and you have to like shove them around with your body and like they're just big and visceral and i feel like riding kind of has this thing where it feels like a prissy a prissy thing like i feel like that's the sort of association yeah right like you know being a horse girl is like oh you're preppy and you're like dressed all but in fact it's just like you actively shovel a lot of shit yeah it's like hard labor (laughs) yeah i'm like just once again realizing how much i love horses (laughs) like i'm like i gotta get they're cool back to the horse they're cool and mysterious and magical feeling and they're quite helpless like in terms of you know, like I, as Jay and Jessica has yeah. point, pointed out, they're prey animals yeah. several times. But yeah. like all these domestic animals are, they need a lot of help to be healthy. Yeah, I had a, had a very dear friend in Guelph when I was doing my PhD there. Who are you lying? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> Do I have a PhD? Hard to say. Who's well. seen it? Um, <laughs> Jessica, she put it in a shredder because you're like, I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah. But, I had to take it out of the recycling so many times. I have like nothing to show for my life. I'm taking your horse stuff. (laughs) (laughs) She's scratching out your name. And she 
trained horses um, and gave riding lessons, but mostly trained horses. But she started a an organization where it was an organization for women leaving situations of domestic abuse. And one of the major barriers for a lot of women leaving is that they don't want to leave their pets. They don't have a horse. No, it's that they do have a horse. Fuck. And they don't want to leave. That was my joke was that they were going to leave on a horse. They can't. I mean, but where you you ride the horse away, where are you going to put that horse? Yeah. You can only ride into the sunset for so long. All right. Let's do a do over. Let's start from the beginning. (laughs) My joke really didn't work. So (laughs) your friend's charity helps people who have horses. Okay. Yeah. Or other like large farm animals that can't you know you, you can't bring it with you to a shelter but they're not gonna leave right you know an not. abusive situation because they don't want to leave their animals behind Never. and so she basically created like a shelter for farm animals oh, that's amazing and, and a whole system where like you know she would work with the people to like have somebody go and pick up the horse and like safely relocate it and like so that people would feel like they were actually able to leave abusive situations. And it's just, it's something I would never thought about. But like, yeah. of course, like you're not going to leave your dog. You're also not going to leave your horse. Yeah. And it's hard enough trying to like arrange for a place that's pet friendly for, you know, yeah. an emergency. I know. So amazing. Is it something that she's still doing? I think it is. Oh, wow. yeah. Can't imagine that's like very cool. All of the things that would it would take and. Yeah. Also, like the, you know, the courage for everybody in that scenario to yeah. get in the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, like horse, the horse world is full of like tough as nails, badass women with like really thick thighs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just, who could are just snap your neck with their thighs. And they're just they're just out there ready to get shit done, you know. And they're not That's afraid lovely. to get their hands dirty. Yeah. Get those crystals out of those sheaths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just get right in there uh horses are so cool so cool so yeah. sweet their heads are so big they're ridiculous their eyeballs are like the size of like a very large eyeball yeah so, <laughs> it's true and their their feet those hooves and like all the animals with hooves are fascinating yeah. like all the animals are amazing the um, ungulates yeah. What? Oh, ungulates. It's just a great word. I thought you called them gillets, and I was like, are we <laughs> shortening it now? Glitz, yeah. <laughs> Alicia, do you have any clip-clop chit-chat? I have clip-clop chit-chat. Let's hear the clip-clop chit-chat. I can't remi- rem- find the account because I thought it was Brian Gonkle. <laughs> I think that's my friend's boyfriend's name (laughs) (laughs) is your friend's boyfriend a horse yeah is he in the room so i don't know how it happened like that i followed this account i believe i've talked about the zorse before oh um zorses and zonkeys so this person and the person in the account his name is not brian gonkel it's brianna (laughs) (laughs) this is a new segment called are you brian gonkel (laughs) just a yes or no Such question. Such a fucking idiot. What is wrong with me? You have COVID. <laughs> Allow yourself to just not be on your A game. So it's okay. Brian Gonkle. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see an account, I also say like, who is this? Why am I following Brian Gonkle? <laughs> no, I want to 
follow so Brian I'm Conkle. Not. Yeah, gonna, That's I'm the name. Gonna, it's not COVID. I'm just going to follow Brian Conkle. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> no. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I know it's real because it, I know I've looked at this source many times before. Instagram makes it hard to find people that you follow sometimes. Yeah, I can't find Brian Gonkle. It said there's no <laughs> such person as Brian yeah. Gonkle. Yeah. I like, don't... No, no accounts came up when I searched. Yeah. I don't want to gaslight you here, but... <laughs> I'll go to Alicia's accounts that she follows and see if I can search that way. <laughs> there's a Brandon Gonkle. <laughs> That's my friend's... My friend's... <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. It's Brian. I found a Brian Van Ginkle. <laughs> it's, oh. not Brian, it's not Brian Gonkle. It's Brian Kangle. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to follow Brian Van Ginkle, though. <laughs> it's yeah. Brian. And then next letter is K-A-N-G-A-L. Brian. So I think it's Brianka. What? Brian gal. Brian no, Ga- their name is Brian Guy, but I've never seen a Brian, Brian in this. Brian K. Angle. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> but if you look, their name's Brian Guy. Brian, Brian Can Gal. <laughs> Briank. <laughs> Briank. <laughs> and then the name on the account just says Brian Guy. <laughs> but I've never seen a man. Listen. Okay. Hey, it's a Brian thing you wouldn't understand. <laughs> so Brian guys only Brian Uncle <laughs> aka Brian Kangle, aka Brian Guy. He <laughs> rescues animals, but he'll go to auctions and buy horses. Oh shit, look at the stripy horse. That's the Zorse. So there's a story about the Zorse, and I can't quite remember it now, but it was quite I think that Brian <laughs> whoever owns this has account. merch I'm just pointing out we could all be wearing t-shirts that says have, have a two get horses, dogs and a it. pig and it says at Brian Kangle <laughs> and Comic Sans it's only $24.99 I'm buying this for all of us it's in, it's in his link tree fuck yeah so he, he had this lovely story about this Zorse that he bought maybe a year or so ago, maybe longer. I don't know when I started following the account, but it wasn't that long ago. And they had seen the Zorse at a different auction and the owner wouldn't sell it for a lower price. But they know a lot about horse behavior and rehabilitation. And anyways, this like someone awful bred a zebra and a horse. That is part of the story. Are you not supposed to? the one thing you're not supposed to do in clip clop chit chat this is the first rule first that rule of clip clop chit chat so much like i've been doing it <laughs> wait a second <laughs> you're looking at you're looking out Shit. in the backyard and it's just all sources i saw all your Shit, stuff I'll i know right why back. you had to move you're like oh fuck captain oats now this isn't a lie but i have like pretty strong opinions about like don't fuck around with wild animals and yeah. it makes me, it really bums me out that people can own, like for pets or zoos, like roadside zoos, like all these amazing animals that are, you know, set up for it. But we'll just put that aside. This person ended up getting the Zorse after like a couple of years. It came back onto an auction and he got the Zorse for 
more than like he raises money to buy the animals and then mm-hmm. he gives them like amazing lives and he doesn't Incredible. great job I guess, like, he, he explains a lot about why a zorus <laughs> is a bad idea why this particular zorus is not having an easy time uh, and the zorus is so beautiful but yeah. very antisocial and is it because it's wild half and it's domestic half are at war like inside it are two wolves but one wolf is a zebra and the other wolf is a horse yeah, um, I think that must be part of it. And I think the other part is that, that you know, as you probably know, animals who, and horses that are have been abused have a very long road to rehab yeah. if they're going yeah. to recovery or trusting. So I think it's a combination of those factors, but he's, he, Brian Gonkle, <laughs> Brian Guy, Brian Kangle. Brian Kangle just, hat. Uh, has this Backward. great, like, gentle philosophy about the animals. So I forget Zorse's name, but... He just gets to live in his pasture and do his own thing. I love that. I love, I mean, it sucks that there are animals being mistreated, but it's so dope that there are people who are just like, I'm going to dedicate my life to taking care of sad sources. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Gonkle and your friend. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is what clip clop chit chat is all about. Truly. Yeah. So I know Jay will be happy that we did this segment. Finally. Yeah, and I'm so glad that we're finally all getting matching T-shirts. Yeah, finally, we've been. Are you going to follow Brian Dunkel? I already did. <laughs> the Zor- they, and they have other sources. I mean, that are just regular beautiful. horses. Yeah, and like good dogs and, and stuff. Cute dogs, it's great. very cute dogs. The real question is: Am I buying a white hoodie? Yeah, no, because like if it gets one stain on it, mm. well, then it's your your eating hoodie. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Look how beautiful this source is. Yeah, it's no. ridiculous. I didn't even oh. know it was possible because I'm not really curious <laughs> person, but I really do like the updates because the updates are always like, oh, you know, uh, it's not going great. Um, just wants to be in this field by himself. And I'm like, that's so sweet. There. So do I. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. So Brian Gonkle. <laughs> we love Thanks, you, Brian, Brian guy. You're a real Brian guy. And for that, we love you. And I... When we're not recording the podcast, I'm going to take some time to look at your merch store and just make an informed decision. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a little clip-clop chit-chat? Do I have any clip-clop chit-chat? Yeah, I guess like my big news is that Jay has informed me that he has horse DNA. I knew it. In his DNA. Or just in a jar? Not like in the fridge. Number one, can't sneak up on Jay, gets very startled. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That is Hates true. balloons. He does like just standing in a, f- a field by himself. Yeah, you do not approach from behind. You no. come from the side. Yeah. Um, and when you feed, you do a flat hand. Mm-hmm. Or apple. Yeah. 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 Or else, Always. you know, you might lose a finger. Oh, yeah. Um, no plastic bags. Oh, yeah. And he just poops just wherever. Yeah, but like you grow to kind of like the smell. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's like <laughs> kind of like, like earthy and yeah, comforting. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, and, and then like when you smell it around, you're like, oh, I know. Yeah. I know Jay's yeah. nearby. It's like, oh, you're just, you're just eating hay. It's yeah, fine. it's just, it's just essentially like salad. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> salad when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, it's healthy. So if he's a, a horse and a human, what's his source equivalent? Horse still. <laughs> horse. <laughs> or horse. Like H U R S E, Hoors. Yeah, I like that. Hoors. 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 He's a hoors. Hoors. Is he a Jorse? Could he be a Porson? 
Oh, Wait yeah. a second. I meant to say a horse. A horse. <laughs> a horse. A horse. He said it like with a, a bit of stank on it. <laughs> yeah, or a Joris. Yeah. He's just whatever a, he I wants think to ju- be. I think just a Hears. A Hears. Yeah. Hears? Yeah. Hears. Yeah. yeah. And he's, I mean, his ancestry yeah. is Dutch, so that sounds like. Can you yeah, have an maybe. H and a J together in like Swedish? A Jors? Yeah. Like like a Fjord, sort of like yeah. FJ. It's H-J, 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 U with three umlauts. You said HJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like the umlauts. Yeah, and that's maybe, what like, I always <laughs> say that Jay puts the HJ in yours. Yeah. You were saying that before we recorded. Yeah. yeah and I was. was like, his ears are burning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those, and they, you know, they're quite pointy. They are. Yeah. Like an yeah. Elf. Nice, And they like, can swivel around. It's really amazing. Yeah. Hey, a moment for the hair and cat's ears. Mm. The Is hair that, and cat's like, ears. When cats, when cats like, have little so... tufts. Yeah, when they've got Sonera's gorgeous senior cat, Autumn, Autumn has like little sort of lynxy ear tufts at the top of her ears. Those are magical. Mm. When they're backlit, yeah. it's just like yeah. stunning, magical. Mm. It's good to know about that about Jay that has been confirmed. Did he do yeah. a 23 I mean, and me? Um, yeah, he did a 23 me and it just came back and it was just a piece of paper that said a horse on it. <laughs> Yeah, it was sixty nine in me. Um, I don't know oh, how many yeah, uh, right. how many chromosomes a horse has. Sixty nine. Yeah, uh, yeah, sixty nine. And humans have three hundred and sixty, which is yeah, what we're selling. That's why we're talking about it today. The yeah. reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to the end of clip clap chit chat. Thank you so much, both. It was great, both I of you, it. for participating in this inaugural segment um what should we do next should we just, we just do a real quick when was the last time you used a microwave yes yeah. the last time you used a microwave hannah when's the last time you used a microwave an hour and a half ago Ooh. what did you make i warmed up some peas <laughs> Oh, just green peas? Just green peas. Just green peas. I have never had a microwave as an adult before. And it is, there's a microwave in my sublet. And I am loving it. (laughs) I made a mug cake. Whoa. So great. I made microwave popcorn. I'm probably going to go out and get a frozen burrito at some point. They're so good. Can I recommend I getting a bag of fresh dandies and just oh. going to town on that microwave with them? Because it's they're so fun. They like become spreadable. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can absolutely recommend that. I will totally do science in this microwave. It's fun. Yeah, it's also fun to watch. Get real close to that microwave while it's on. Oh, yeah. I absolutely am. I'm just standing with my face pressed up against it's it safe. like a kid at Christmas. I put my, my, I put my like pelvis against it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like free. Uh, yeah. Black hole's not going to make itself. Yeah. So in you're getting your kitchen remodeled. Mm-hmm. Is there any, is there going to be any room for a microwave in your future? Or is this no. just the summer of microwave? It's Hi, just pancakes. the summer. Of, it's just the, oh, look at the little kitty. Um, it's just the summer of microwave. So, Originally, I was like, yeah, let's get a microwave in this kitchen. And then they were like, cool, well, you have to choose your trim. And I was like, my what? And they were like, you know, when we build the microwave in, oh, like we'll build it into the, because that's yeah. what you do. 
when you're actually like renovating a kitchen. Uh-huh. And I was like, no. You're like too much. <laughs> I cancel microwave. And so instead. Wow. It just felt too permanent. It felt too permanent. It felt like a commitment to a lifestyle that I'm not ready for. You can just get one, then like put it elsewhere. Like mine's on top of my fridge. Put it in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the bedroom. Listen, it's a sexy summer fling. <laughs> By the end, you know, this was never meant to last. Yeah. But summer for the next convinced. four months. I think you're lying. I'm a microwave girl. It's great to have one in the summer. I think you might be lying to yourself, but I support however long this uh, yeah. relationship lasts. You know, a lie is just a truth that you haven't confronted yet. Yeah, it's just a temporary untruth. Learning a lot about lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's make, maybe deeply uncomfortable. We've got a doctor, a doctor of lies. Yeah, I'm a doctor here. of lies. Um, oh, yeah. I love that. Doctor Enjoy Lai. as long as it's still as long as you're happy. That's all that matters. I don't care about <laughs> the feelings of the microwave. <laughs> they don't matter to me. Oh, my God. Thanks. You're like a uh, really supportive dad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hang in there, champ. Yeah, thanks. They don't deserve you. <laughs> yeah. Like what did dad say? It's been a while. Mm. Alicia, when's the last time you used a microwave? I guess at like about four o'clock when I had what I call my ADHD lunch, mm-hmm. uh, where I forget that I haven't eaten since at 9 a.m. and uh, don't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, so this morning I was laying in bed thinking about how yesterday is, is like a faraway dream of feeling better. And I started a grocery order that included like cough syrup, but a lot of it interacts with the medication that I'm on. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'll just buy this homeopathic stuff, which... I don't believe in homeopathics. Myself, personally, it's not a choice that I make. But the cough syrups are great. <laughs> like, yeah, because they they've got have, a bunch of other stuff in them yeah, that they actually have, like, It does works. what it does. It's not yeah. like the medicine that I think. I think it's the syrup. Yeah, it's the yeah. goo. Um, it's the syrup. Yeah. And, um, Any goo will do. Any goo will do. I got through do. like a bunch of orders, like one on Instacart. And like the fees are so like wild. Mm. And then I thought I'll just order from Dash Mart which is very quick and you can like get a little bit of everything. And so I knew that I wouldn't feel like cooking today, but I really wanted nachos Mm. and microwave nachos are the best. Oh my God. I've never had them. Oh yeah. They're so fast. And, uh, I was like trying, I'm trying to avoid dairy. So I ordered Daya cheese and I had the, I really wanted, um, vegan sour cream, but it's not very good personally. Like I don't love it. So I got everything vegan, including like I got ground beyond meat uh, mm-hmm. to make like nachos with like meaty bits on it, which I've never mm. made before. And uh, yeah, so I made nachos Burger and uh, and I ordered real sour cream, though. And yeah. fuck, like that stuff is nice. I think tofu tofu yeah. brand. It's the only vegan sour cream that to me has a point. Yeah, because yeah, it's I'm got the tang. Maybe I haven't tried it yet, but yeah. I have tried their cream cheese and I'm okay with it. Yeah. I like their ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love a tofu cutie. Apparently, they make those gluten free, but no one ever has the gluten free ones. Oh, that's sad. Sounds like a lie to but me. cuties, I was obsessed with them in the 90s. Obsessed. They're so good. Yeah. Just the tofu sour cream is the only one that's like fatty enough okay. to like really get at it. Other ones, like I bought the Earth Island vegan sour cream recently and I ended up using it as yogurt because oh, wow. that yeah. was basically what it tasted like 
Yeah, anything coconut based, I can't do savory no. like say like that like yeah just a plain coconut yogurt i've tried and it's just not quite right yeah, yeah. but i will re- i will try the tofu one because i'm not now 100 percent sure that i've had it well i'm writing down microwave nachos yours to discover yeah. like and you have I'm nachos marshmallow experiment yeah mm, yeah it's something i never thought to do until i saw an episode of buffy where i think it was dawn was microwaving mm-hmm. A marshmallow and it just mm-hmm. I just it gets really big and then yeah. when it comes out like you can pull it apart with your fingers and get real messy and sticky and I as a, I remember a, that scene yeah I remember being like what like why has the world been hiding this information why wasn't this from taught me? to us in school yeah mm-hmm. like that's Taxes, a science marshmallows. entire unit of science class Jessica this is why you're a scientist and we aren't yeah this because is why... you see an experiment and you're like I want to replicate it at home exactly and then write up my findings scientific method baby yeah and eat it i love to make a mug cake and then put coconut bliss on it never had a mug i did it a lot last last winter they're great so you know sometimes you want cake but you want just like a little bit of cake and you want it to be hot yeah and it's it's like 8 p.m yeah you're not gonna bake a whole cake and also you don't want a whole cake what are you gonna do with a whole cake no one ever wants a whole cake. Yeah, it's too much. I, you unless order unless you have all the time. a bunch of friends hanging out, but who does that anymore? I can't. I mean, I do really love Bonus Bakery, which is my favorite vegan bakery. Yes. They make the vegan dough, which I bought Jessica a jar of vegan dough. Hannah's the most Bonus generous Bonus person bakery. I've ever yeah. known. It was a magical surprise. It's really good. It's really And I good. got to keep the mason jar came in. It's nice. And they make these really delicious cakes. And the cakes come in three different sizes. And the smallest size is a one person cake. And it's just a beautiful tiny cake that you can eat all by yourself, which is perfect. It's really great. Um, But mug cakes. Try it. Tell your friends. Don't tell your friends. They already know. They're just like just what you need when you're going crazy for something sweet. Yeah. You are. This place looks beautiful. Making me hungry. Mm. I think one of their cookies is gluten-free. Yeah, that's not going to be good enough for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Listen, vegans deserve their own bakery that's not gluten-free. Yeah, I actually get really upset when the only vegan thing is also gluten-free. I'm like, listen. We exist. (laughs) I love gluten. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like a place that does uh, pretty good gluten-free vegan stuff is gluten-free Epicurean. They have vegan stuff? So much. They have vegan carrot cake with miso cream cheese icing. What? I'm going to think like <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, Jan, I just, spiked my mic. just been trying to convince okay. people to go there for me this week. Okay, I'll go I'm there for go, you. That yeah, place both is amazing. Of us. Yeah, Jessica <laughs> and I will meet up there tomorrow. Yeah. You know, have a lot I of am your most stubborn things. friend. Gluten-free Epicurean. Because, Alicia, you recommended the vegan Nanaimo bar from that place on Maine. I've been thinking about that bar all week. And Don, I told Don that I had heard you talking about it and wanted to try it. Yeah. And Don bought me one. What and did you it think? was the best Nanaimo bar I've ever had. It's because they don't need the custard. It makes it's, me so angry. It's a, it's a thin. Sorry, Abby Shimka, if you're listening. It's a thin. They've so got sorry, the proportions Abby. right. It's not overly sweet. It's not you that get, crummy chocolate. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, I have one question, and then mm-hmm. we got to do Papa of the Week. Yeah. Okay. Is it gluten-free Epicurean? Is that the place? Do they make the vegan gluten-free? It's like yes. a mint chocolate brownie? 
Yes. Yeah, that I really love that one. It's they also make that with eggs. You can't have it. I'm so sorry. The but peanut they butter have a one? vegan peanut butter one. Yeah, we we used to, and they probably still do, but I just don't work there anymore. But we would sell those at cafe, and quite often I would get the stale old ones. Still real good. <laughs> Did you ever eat McCain? chocolate cake when you're growing up Hannah deep and delicious mm, yeah sorry so the mint chocolate brownie <laughs> yeah. comes in a tray like that and the they've done the icing exactly the same way and the peppermint is not over the top it's, it's like the perfect. perfect amount they're not fucking around at that place and it's gotten better and better with each passing year and this I don't really there. exciting Saturday for me is exciting because it's a sugar donut day Oh and they're God. real yeasted donuts like nobody oh fu- okay like, we can't get we can't go down the donut hole oh again we can't we can't uh-huh. but, I'm sorry. but i just want to say for the record you're on the right side of history vis-a-vis cartons gluten-free options donut wise just visa just in terms of they were a treat at the beginning but um yeah. yeah yeah once upon a time a rice stream bar was all a vegan needed but then we saw something better yeah a tofu de cutie now we oh. can never go back it always surprises me when someone still drinks rice stream i haven't even seen it in forever mm. Mm. it's still around yeah Still around and it still tastes like wet rice. Mm, like flavorless horchata. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just put some cinnamon in there. Cinnamon, mm-hmm. sugar. Baby, you got a horchata. Um, <laughs> speaking, baby, oh, that's a horchata. Baby, that's a horchata. Uh, speaking of amazing, adorable, cute things like horchata uh, <laughs> and brownies and donuts. Hannah, who's your pup of the week? <laughs> I mean, my Papo of the week is my two cats. My one Papo is my two cats, Alperty <laughs> and Pancakes. Did you know that they both have full names? Al's name is Alfred Wellington Purdy. Oh, I didn't know that. And Pancakes' name is Pancakes Mooncakes McGregor. Oh, double nice cakes. Name. It's double cakes. And they have been so good about the relocation to the sublet. I was particularly worried about Pancakes, who is a very timid cat and has never moved with me before. And she found, like, the packing experience stressed her out so much. And she was so scared when I put her in her carrier at my old place. I had to, like, sometimes if she's too freaked out, you can't grab her and you have to, like, corner her. Yeah. In order to get her in. And then she peed because she was so scared. And I just was like, oh, I'm such a bully. You weigh two pounds. Oh, my gosh. And then I brought her here and we almost immediately, I like had her in the bathroom for a while and then let her out so she could go into the bedroom. And then almost immediately I was like, she's gone. Where the fuck did this cat go? Like could not find her anywhere. And it turned out she'd crawled underneath a pillow and into the pillowcase. Oh, wow. So that she could hide. But she, within the day she was coming downstairs to eat, she like is totally used to the place now. And she actually has become more bold than she was at my old place. And I think there's a, like, because cats have really complex territory politics. Yeah, it's different there. And when she moved in, she moved into Al's space. And so he was always very clearly dominant. And here, he's like a little, like, they're a little bit more on equal footing. And he can still, like, he's literally three times her size. So he still wins. But she's just a little, she's just a little cockier. She's a little 
more sure of herself, which is really delightful. And she loves the balcony here. She is so happy to like have a space to be outside and sit in the sun. Sometimes I can't like Al usually sticks close by me, but sometimes I'll be like, where'd pancakes go? And then I go and look for her and she's found just like a sunbeam coming through there's um, what do you call them? What are those? What are, skylights? Ceiling, ceiling windows. Ceiling skylights. windows. Space holes. Yeah, yeah. She'll roof like find. Hole. She'll yeah. She'll have found a roof hole sunbeam, um, <laughs> and she'll just be sleeping in a sunbeam. That's so lovely. Just a precious. Just you would precious never have known creature. the side of her yeah. until you know this happened. And now I'm really curious what it will be like when we go back because the space will be really, really different. So it'll smell different. You no, know, it'll smell different. Will they? Will they have another? You'll have tinfoil pie plates all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> cucumbers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be all cucumbers. That's uh, just hanging from the ceiling. Jars of piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Al continues to be just a nightmare. He tries to wake me up at 5:30 a.m. every day to Rude. feed him. Oh. Um, He's figured out that the way that he can successfully get me out of bed is to begin to rip up the carpet in the hallway. He's figured out he can, like, get his claws in and actually, like, rip it up. And that makes me get up. And so he's like, cool. That's not hero behavior. So I think I'm going to duct tape that part of the carpet down. Yeah, that's a plan. Yeah. I support it. Whenever people tell me about their cat stuff, because I'm not a night person, and I end up waking up in the middle of the night and the... Everything is, that's really tough. But at 5.30 in the morning, I'm already 15 minutes into a dog walk. Yeah. And I'm like, you made the right choice, Hannah. Yeah. But also, I'm not a morning so person. funny how, like, assertive cats are. So assertive. They're just, they're selectively smart. They're weird little guys. They're weird little guys. Anyway, they're real little guys, and I love them, and I'm really proud of them, because I think they were really brave through this move. Yeah, you all were, all three of you. Yeah. I'm also very brave, it's true. You are. You're. It's no lie. I think you are actually. You're yeah. brave, yeah. doctor. I should. I'll re-edit that into the yeah. intro to say that you're brave, brave doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alicia, who's your papo? So many papos. Uh, Jessica and Jay dropped off Hank's flea medication. They picked up for me because it's flea season, and I do not ever want to go through that again. My friend Mika sent me flowers. My neighbor dropped off flowers. So great. Flowers are my favorite. Uh, I ate a bag of high chews that Jessica gave me in 20 minutes. So delicious. Uh, I always feel like people don't understand that like you open the bag and it's like 20 high chews later. <laughs> You're just, uh, there's a lot of wax paper around you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, other papo is Graham Clark. He did groceries for me twice. Wow. He went out and nice. got a bunch of supplements that I desperately think I needed um, that I just won't accept help. Like I will accept bits of help and that takes a lot. But like Graham is a close enough friend that yeah. I would accept repeated <laughs> visits from. He even went to the dog store and bought Hank bully sticks. And like he's a yeah. pretty devout vegetarian. <laughs> also, it's sort of like, anyways, it's very sweet. But I think he did like three trips for me over the past week. That's so nice. Yeah, I really needed the help. Like today I woke up and realized I didn't have bread. And I was like, well, now what? And so, yeah, I feel like I'm forgetting. A- Abby Shimka was at Ikea. And she's like, do you want stuff from Ikea? And she got me these all these things I wanted to get organized and drop them off at my house. So like when I have energy, I've been like packing up some stuff and shoving it into a closet. 
So yes. love it. But the other Popo is Hank. He's been so good, like so good about like life being very much about laying down. <laughs> and uh, today he had his moment where he's like, "Fuck this!" and he partied so hard on our walk, and he he's definitely like feeling it. <laughs> So yeah, he's a such he's such a good dog. Um, I had a, a shower today, didn't have a shower yesterday, and I got out of the shower at three p.m. feeling like crap, and I'm like, oh, putting on fresh clothes is going to be the greatest. And I went to my, I got a new dresser, and I opened up the underwear drawer. It's like separated specifically for like underpants and socks, and there's nothing, just bathing suits. And I didn't realize I was out of I was out of <laughs> underwear, and so I'm like, I'm fresh. I'm fresh. And like, that was just the breaking point for me this week. And like, I kind of scream cried for a moment, like just a moment, like a tantrum. And then I punched my legs like a kid, (laughs) like a kid. I'm just like standing there like naked with like a towel in my hair. And I went to the dirty laundry and I found a pair that looked pretty good. (laughs) And I put them on. I was so angry. But whenever I raise my voice, Hank gets so upset. And uh, he like puffs up. And like looks so concerned, so I, I felt I felt really bad about that. And then um, about three hours later, I was cleaning up my bedroom, and I opened up the uh, other underwear drawer. I forgot, filled with clean underwear. Just like <laughs> COVID brain, I had to, I had tons of clean underwear. I had just done laundry like last Thursday, so like so much clean underwear, so much. Wow, <laughs> like full like full meltdown. Oh had I just gosh. gone. T- because this is so stupid that, anyways, Jessica, <laughs> I was gonna say, isn't the underwear drawer supposed to be the top drawer? Yeah. Why is it the third drawer in this dresser? It shouldn't be. It's got to be for something else. I've Who, misunderstood. Who's telling you that it has to be the underwear drawer? Like, you are the one who gets to choose. You yeah, are apparently the boss. I had that thought and was like, it's the top drawer. And then forgot and then put my bathing suits in the other drawer. Like, there is not one pair of underwear, like, not even a date pair or nothing. I mean, I th- I think that's a lie because you have swimsuits. That's underwear, baby. I mean, yeah. swimsuits is underwear. But also, I have absolutely hid something, hid things from myself. Do I mean, it. Jessica's, I Jessica's seen the way yeah. what I do. <laughs> we all know how, how special our brains are. They lie to us constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Jessica, how's your puppo? <sighs> several i have several as well monday jay and i took the day off we went down to jericho beach mm. and Ooh. we saw about one million little tiny bunnies it is thick with bunnies on that beach it's the most i've ever seen it's ridiculous they're so cute do not feed the bunnies there are signs everywhere do not feed the bunnies but because so people small. do feed they're the so bunnies little. If you bend down, they come running up to you expecting food and you're like, damn, that's a that's bad. You shouldn't do that. But also look at you. You're so cute. Do you pet them or do you just let them be? No, I don't touch them. I don't touch those buns. But sometimes they'll like do a little headbutt into you and you're like, yeah, I still don't have food for you. But they're ridiculously tiny. They're adorable. So little. So many goslings this time of year, also, too. Yeah, I was just about to say, also, lots of little big honkers uh, out there being adorable. Also, Jay and I saw these two birds. Bird people uh, get at me. We don't know what they were. They were colored exactly like Canada geese, but they were about half the size, and they were, like, duck-bodied. Not as long a neck. Chris Wanzamathy can tell you what they were. 
Probably. <laughs> they're like Zorses, but geese. Deese. They're duck geese. Deese. Yeah, deese nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's some sort of a loon. Uh, that's what we f- thought at first, but there was just two of them, and all the all the geese were like, you are false geese. We hate you. Do not come near our babies. And there was like oh big, God. big goose drama happening. Do you think maybe it was ducks that put on like goose makeup and then goose the geese drag? were like, actually, my identity is not a costume. They're like, that's offensive. Yeah. And you're doing this in front of my children. Yeah. Um, there's also red winged blackbirds there, which every uh, time I see one, it's just like seeing a celebrity. It's so exciting. And the, I love the them noises so much. they so make, beautiful. it's gorgeous. My friend pointed out they sound like dial up modems. They do. Yeah. They do. Very, yeah, very unique sound that cuts through all the other bird sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just all those animals. And then I, I got to meet a friend's dog for the first time yesterday. Unexpectedly, uh, we were going to pick up our, our other friend and her dog. And then they live a block apart from each other. And I was like, oh, is that a puppy? Uh, former guest, Nick Kurgovich. He has this beautiful poodle who just turned one. And his name is Shelly. So we got to meet Shelly and he's just like a dream. He's so chill. He's so relaxed. He just got his balls uh, discontinued. Um, <laughs> like the iPod. <laughs> yeah, they're retired <laughs> now. Oh. And he's just over one. So he's like one in two weeks. And Nick is such a relaxed, chill guy. And so was Shelly. And he, you know, it was nice to see him as well. We hadn't seen him since before the pandemic started and he was like i'm so busy right now i'm the most stressed out i've ever been in my life and then he was just like laying back in the grass like the most relaxed person you've ever seen and so was his dog and it was just like well i hope you uh, get more relaxed soon <laughs> yeah if this is you stressed out yeah teach me how to how to do it <laughs> yeah so that's exciting and uh yeah he's working on lots of projects that i'm very excited to hear in the future so yeah Lots of puppos. That's really exciting. It yeah. is Jericho Beach is like a real invasion of the puppos in if the best you, way. If you live in Vancouver or the surrounding area and you can get over there, like it's just too much. It's idyllic. It's like a free range petting zoo without the petting. Yeah, no petting. No I, there was a perfect. I saw turtle too in a pond. Turtle. Oh, Apparently, there's beavers in that pond too. I saw their handiwork. Lots of. Uh, sculptural work yeah yeah you have to go at dusk which is when beavers come out as we all know we saw some dams too yeah beaver dam very like lots of stuff going on there that like i forget about Mm -hmm. i have a question do you think that the duck that looked like a goose was a cackling goose a what goose cackling it looks like it has it's the same looks the same but smaller Hmm. that's the only way to really tell them apart yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it looked like. Yeah, the only other thing, only other species that might have been was a, something called a Muscovy duck, but it doesn't sound like your description. No, yeah, no yeah this is like a, li- a little short-necked Canada goose. Yeah, that's definitely what it looked like. Thank you for it was your... Once, it was once a single species. No That way. makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense that they have some sort of common ancestry. That's mm-hmm. cool. What were they doing there? I think that they, they belong here, too. I was going to uh, post a bunch of photos from there, but I took so many. Did you post a photo of Shelly? No, not yet. I sent you one. Oh. Like yesterday. We talked about it, I think. He just looks like a cloud. He's amazing. But I can show you now the difference in size between the geese. This website says 
Amongst Canada geese, look carefully for a small, <gasps> short-necked goose with a short bill. Just remember, the Canada geese often draw their necks in when resting, making them look smaller. Yeah. Oh, they are a distinctly different size. Yeah, much smaller. Oh, my God. It doesn't seem like they're that much smaller based on the description. Yeah. yeah. You know, like they're duck size. They yeah. look like they're in, in disguise. This Incredible. is a poodle? Yes, he's just a, a full poodle. I thought a he was standard? Also, yeah, I thought he was some sort of poodle mix as well, but he's just like a, a blondish... Gosh, she's gorgeous. He's quite lovely. Shelly. And, and he's big. That's a good dog name. He's, I know. I love it. Just like Shelly. Yeah. It was like meeting a celebrity. It was so exciting. Oh God, incredible. Yeah. Just go out and see some animals if you can, world. Yeah. Go or look at them. Even from your window. They're just, they're really cool. Mm-hmm. A plus. They're really cool. <laughs> we love them. Okay. Alicia needs to go back into resting mode. So. This was really fun. Yeah, this I'm was glad. That's the uh, best I felt all day. Oh, that's good. Glad to hear. I was worried at first that like this was I didn't want to make really you talk for sweating Aww. when we started, but yeah. You I'm just glad. had to sit you had to sit still and just think about Brian's. Yeah. Brian Gonkle. Gonkles. Zors. Mm. Yeah, you mm. just needed to gonk out. I made a joke that they laughed at, so I felt really happy this week because oh. um they posted a video of <laughs> I want you to go find the comment and then like it, so I'll feel good about myself. Okay. Posted a um, ridiculously, ridiculously good-looking Zoolander audio for him, mm-hmm. and then I called him Zorslander. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and then they liked it, and then someone else liked it. Like I so rarely comment on things, and very rarely get any traction on anything I say on Instagram that's not part of our our you know friends. So. Yeah, I'm glad that Zoolander discourse is still relevant. That's all I'll say. Absolutely. Happy yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm going to go take an edible and then a deep dive into Gonkle Land. I thought you were going to say watch Zoolander one and two back to back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I pray for you. No, I've seen no, no, Zoolander no. so many times. I wouldn't even know. I mean, not like compared to how many times I've seen Purple Rain, but I mean, like probably 20 times. Wow. wow. Probably more than me. I remember wow. when it came out and I was in high school, I was a big fan of the official website for Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real 2000s vibe when yeah. w- when movies had official websites with like, like interactive, interactive yeah. content. Yeah. And like downloadable themes. And I just remember there was like a lot of um, interviews done as Zoolander oh, yeah. with people. Uh, and it was like uh, a lot of, you know, it's like all these bonus jokes that weren't in the movie. Anyway, embarrassing for me. No, cool. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. You brilliant doctor, (laughs) award-winning genius. Brave, brave doctor. Brave hero cat owner. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm not a hero. The cat's a hero. You're brave, but... (laughs) I'm brave. I'm not a hero. Let's not... You're a first responder. (laughs) We can't throw that word around, otherwise it will lose meaning. I mean, you do own a little (laughs) cape that says Supergirl. (laughs) This is something I know. It is true. That didn't get thrown away? No, I'm going to give it to a kid I know. Yeah. Sure you are. <laughs> You're in I love child. it, but that's what you kept. <sighs> Hannah, if There people- could be a time in this world, Hannah, where things are going to shit and like you, the things that people need from us are different than what we expected. And they may need somebody with a bunch of horse awards. 
Yeah. <laughs> and or a you'll tiny have to go cave. work in the salt mines or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That would be a good look. Hannah, if people want more of you, which I can't imagine anyone finishing this episode and not what? being like, where is, <laughs> where can I hear more of this fabulous human's voice? Where can I read? Where can I see? Where can I follow? Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter and or Instagram at HKP McGregor. It's my middle names in there. Don't and then I also you. make uh podcast yeah <laughs> alicia's catching on i make a podcast called witch please which is technically about harry potter but is mostly actually about uh critical theory which makes it sound even more boring but it's actually very fun and sexy and everybody should listen mm-hmm. i think all podcasts that seem like they're about something but then are actually about something else are always good that's yeah. like the trick if someone's like okay so this is technically a podcast that's like about this but it's actually about how toxic men are <laughs> and it's like yeah. oh cool i want to listen <laughs> like that's yeah. important to me i have another joke to make okay <laughs> so there's this uh, new york cartoonist liana fick yes i believe um and we follow each other yeah, she's a listener. Shout out. Shout out. What's up? So great. And her illustrations for New York Times cartoons are so funny and deep and personal. And there's always a dude that takes exception to something. And they wrote on one of her recent posts, it's like you hate men. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, where does this guy live? In what world does this, like, assumingly straight white man live where he thinks that we should like them? <laughs> also, like, what's your version of the internet like where this is the first time you encounter? And he did that thing where he's like, could you educate me? And, like, that is such Oof. a huge, like, insult Oof. red flag. Um, can you educate me? I'm like, I think this this person who's a full-time artist and parent and partner and friend yeah. in the world doesn't need to educate you, to sir. Be a free You're yeah. literally Educator. on the place where you could find yeah. your 4chans. Your <laughs> Sorry. Just Google why are men bad and you'll that'll take you the rest of your Just life to Google read everything. Why are women being so mean to me and you will find your people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. And those people will all be named the amazing Brentwood. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Brentwood. I mean, I guess, yeah, Brentwood is dead. The amazing Brentwood stands in the ashes. Yeah. That's where I got my pet hedgehog. I do not condone like a phoenix and a fedora. (laughs) It is. I was going to say it was like kind of like in uh, Game of Thrones. I don't know if you guys have heard of that show um, where winter is coming. And the art, the world turns to like this, like this ice, just coated, just coated thing. That's what the amazing Brentwood is. There was like a, just a regular place, and then the developers, the zombie developers came. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, I may be delirious. That's all of North Burnaby in a nutshell. I'm gonna start saying this every fall. I'm gonna be like, this is like Game of Thrones, where oh winter gosh. is coming. This is this totally reminds me of this show I saw. Have you heard of this? I always love to play uh, dumb. It's actually based on a pretty popular book or two Mm -hmm. called Winter's Coming. Yeah. All over my face. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so sorry. I feel like when I was helping Hannah organize her stuff and pack, you know, like get rid of stuff, I kept 
playing different Sparks albums and I'd be like, this song is actually about jizz. <laughs> like every single song, like this song is sung from the perspective of perspective jizz. Of jizz. <laughs> Alexa, please turn off. <laughs> Alexa, please play jizz bass music. Alexa was like, did somebody say jizz? Someone say Sparks. I have their complete discography here. Um, Alicia, right. do you have anything you want to plug? I mean, like buy my book. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, buy it and then talk about it to me about how good it is. Yeah, educate yourself. Yeah, <laughs> ask me to educate you. Yeah. Jessica, how about you? I don't have a book, but if you want to support the podcast, you can. Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares, or you can buy merch on our website, RetailNightmares.BigCartel.com, or you can just, you know... Yeah. Just give us a, a five stars only rating on whatever thing that you can rate us on. Just rate us in your heart. Look deep into your heart and be like, they're okay. Yeah, check mark. <laughs> yeah. Someone messaged me on Twitter. I, I got like a message uh, request and it was like, hey, just wanted to remind you that you're cool. Just started listening to the podcast. And I was like, this is the least scary message request I've ever received. Thank you. Kind stranger. Sweet. And I hope you're still listening. You're also cool. Wow. Yeah. Everybody's nice. cool. Except the people who aren't. Yeah. Except yeah, that except weird commenter. <sighs> Hannah, thank you so, so much. Funny. You're now sitting in the dark. We'll let you get to your, your edible and your beautiful cats. And yeah, please, please come back soon. We love you yeah. very much. I love you too. And I love you. we love you for listening. Mm-hmm. Don't get COVID guys. XOXO. XOXO. <laughs> Gossip Girl. 